just say the boys. The Yo. What's up? What's up? What's up? How you doing? Good. How you doing, man? Good, dude. Just sitting here on the beach in Florida. Couldn't be better, my man. No shoes. No shirt. And no pants. No <laughs> dude, we're on the air. <laughs> oh, dang it. Oh, just kidding. Uh, we, we got pants, pants on, on. But we're just Gosh, sitting here in the dude. sun, enjoying some time. The boys down. Now. <laughs> oh. Enjoying the time down in Florida. Dude. How you doing, man? How you doing in the Sunshine State? Isn't that what it's called? That's Colorado. No, yeah, Colorado's not the Sunshine is, State. No. Look it up. I'll look it up on my phone right now. Dude, look it up. That's I, not true. Regard is it called the Orange Juice State? What's, no, I think it's the Gator State. <laughs> the Gator State. Where are you from? The Gator State. What's the Sunshine State? Hold up. Oh, frick, it is Florida. Oh, told you, man. I told you. I thought that was Colorado. Wow. Good job, man. Thanks, right. bro. So man, how are you doing? Lack of respect. I, I apologize. I'm doing good. Um, just chilling. We're going fishing soon, which will be good times. And uh, yeah, just excited to be here. What are we talking about today? Well, dude, before we do that, tell them what it was like flying in today. Oh, crazy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I, crazy. I feel like man. you can describe it better, though. Okay, so get this, right? Because I was asleep for part of it. <laughs> but he had a rude awakening. Yeah. So, okay, so we we take off, right? We fly out of Dallas. We're heading into Florida. And um, and so right when we're we're probably like, like, I don't know, two hours into the flight. I don't know. It's supposed to be like two and a half hours, something like that. We're finally getting close to Florida. And, man, it was like... All of a sudden, someone just came on the intercom and was like, "We're yeah. dying. <laughs> we are gonna." Well, that's what it felt like. That's what it felt like. Anyway, and they just like, that's what woke me up. They're like, "Hey, we're experiencing some turbulence. Here's, you know, just stay seated. Keep your fat. Like, keep your fat. Keep your fat butt down right now because you don't want to be standing up. Are you dead? You ever seen Lost? What's happening on Lost? It's going <laughs> to happen to us right you, now. If you don't sit down, you are gonna you're gonna really regret it. You're gonna be the new new season of Lost. And so, um, got some turbulence, man. <laughs> well, just woke up screaming, <laughs> like Alan screamed last episode. Yeah. So anyway, but hey, we made it, man. Uh, glad to be here. So. Yeah, I know. We definitely thought we were going to die. Um, Cast is not a very good flyer. And so I usually sleep and Cast goes, tenses up next to me and is all nervous. But we made it through. We're here. We're relaxing, sitting in the, it's like on those Corona commercials when they got those lean to chairs. The view those, couldn't be better. Those, what's it called? We're on the Gulf side. You know, it's just beautiful. Yeah, I've never been to Florida. Yeah, I, uh, what what's your thought so far? I mean, beautiful man, freaking sunshine state. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, you're right, man. You know, Some water everywhere, humidity, gators. Uh, the gator gators state. are freaking everywhere. Sharks, tarpon, <laughs> um, tarpon. You know, it's a whole different world. <laughs> yeah. I ain't never seen a fish bigger than a trout, and uh, so yeah, I'm excited to go fishing. Um, yeah, it's freaking freaking good times, and I don't vacation very often. The only time we would go on vacation. Dude, Will's about to be so also, burned. Also, it's don't think we're freaking weirdos for going on vacation with each other. Yeah, it's just it's the ladies' birthday week. 
Yep. And so we had the grand idea. Well, why don't we just mesh this together so we can go to Florida? Yep. <laughs> um, you Genius know, idea. Absolutely. Smart. Um, so yeah. Anyway, don't think we're weird. Um, but yeah, man, no, it's pretty great. I ain't never been. I well, I had never been east of the of, Mississippi. Well, of South Dakota. So yes, uh, yes. Until I went to Alabama once. And that was the farthest east I've been. So this is now the new farthest east I've been. Actually, so the only only place on the east coast that I've been, and people don't even count this, is Florida. Mm. I've never been anywhere else, and I actually yeah, want to check it out. But everyone's like, "You're not. You're still not in the east coast if you're only in Florida." Yeah, don't they say like above South Carolina? I don't know. It's not like South anymore. I can't remember what they North call Carolina. what they call Florida. I feel like it's like the south. Texas of the east. The Horse of the West, uh, <laughs> yeah. as Alan says. Alan calls elk the horse of the West because there's no horse in the West <laughs> of America. That's um, right, man. So, yeah, no good times. Uh, I don't really like the taste of fish, but excited to try some authentic fish tacos. Um, Hopefully we catch something and then we're we able eat. to Yeah. That'd, that'd be cool. That'd be bring, cool. Dude, you should bring your little grill. I'll put bring it on my the, portable grill. <laughs> on the kayak. <laughs> or bring I the propane. Bring grill. No, I wish I would have brought my portable grill. Right. Um, but yeah, man. So what are we talking about today? We're obviously actually I don't a remember slow and sounding a little relaxed because we're on vacation. But what are we talking about today? Dude, I don't like when you get all weird like that. So uh, not, you're weird. Um, I think your mom's weird. Wow, mom, if you're listening, Carrie, you're amazing. <laughs> um I can't remember which topic we decided, if we we're going to keep doing our series or if we want to do something else. Because I know we're kind of on vacation. I don't know if we want to take a vacation what week you, from what the series. What are you passionate about right now? Oh, I am passionate about leaders being in a healthy spot. Hmm. Okay, let's roll with it. That's what I care what's, about most right now. What, what's, in, what's an unhealthy spot? Or, or what made what's making you passionate about that? I don't know. I mean, I just feel like um, just over the years, I've seen a lot of leaders um, just really, really get burned. Um, and as they get burned, that, that's not a sunshine sunshine state joke. Um, but as they kind of get burnt out in, in ministry, um, they just, yeah, they, you know, they just pick up unhealthy habits and it's tough, you know. Um, and so, I don't know. I, I think that there's like a lot of like passion that comes with youth. Um, when you say unhealthy leadership, that's what you said, right? Yeah. Are you talking like, like bad leaders or are you talking like, like a, a leader who is burned out and feeling unhealthy? Yeah. Not necessarily like maybe a leader that's, um, has great leadership gifts and is in a good spot spiritually when they first start. Um, and then they kind of end up in a different spot. Mm-hmm. How do you keep from getting there? Do you think? Vacation, Florida. <laughs> That's why I'm here. The I'm just kidding. State. Happy birthday, Kristen. Um, no, I think um, I think how you get there is by not being able to have like people around you um, mm-hmm. to really care for you. Um, I think one of the things I've learned is that leadership is really lonely. Um, and as I look at the Bible and look at like the uh, method of which the Bible calls for um, of being able to have leaders. And not people who just lead and make decisions, but people who are in each other's lives. It's just so important, man. Like I even remember before you came, it's like it could have easily just gotten to a really unhealthy place. 
Um, just because I felt like I didn't really have any, any, like I had friends, but I didn't necessarily have anybody who kind of understood, understood where I was at and understood the problems. And, um, so I think that like, I don't know, that's at least one of the, one of the things I see. I don't know if you have anything to add to it. What did I ask? And how do you keep from getting there? Not only how you like, what does that look like? Like, what do you mean by unhealthy? You know? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, my so I uh, the, one of the biggest examples I have of like healthy is my dad. Oh, heads up, heads up, heads up! What the fuck yeah. is that? Is that a coconut? <laughs> no, dude, that, that, that's a frisbee behind you, man. Throw hey, back. Get out of here! I'm <laughs> on vacation. <laughs> get out of our our beach. Okay, back to ministry health. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You can tell we're in all healthy uh, places. Hey, I'm on vacation. I don't uh, have to share I'm Jesus here. from ministry. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just kidding, bro. Sorry. You guys have a good time. Uh, all right. Later, man. Dude, uh, that was awkward, bro. Dude, it wasn't awkward. It's just awkward for you. He says it's awkward. I know. He's an idiot. Anyway. Um, <laughs> he wasn't talking to anybody there. <laughs> yes, I was. Um, he's not an idiot. My best friend. <laughs> anyway. hey, don't talk about him that way. <laughs> I'll kill you. Um, oh, what were we talking about? Oh, oh, good examples of not getting to an unhealthy spot. My dad is definitely one. Um, he's just, man, I don't know how he does it, but he doesn't really seem, at least from my perspective, when I was like in the house, didn't seem to bring a lot of stuff home. Mm. Um, and he was very, I think just the best example our best way to talk about it was very open-handed in the sense of like um, if things like he just didn't really have a sense of, or from the outside, mm -hmm. we didn't perceive that he, he had a lot of like need for control um, in the sense of like, Hey, whatever oh, happens, good. happens like, um, and obviously like there's people who ha are, are not like that and um, have like are more planned and more because my dad, I don't know. Like he doesn't seem, and actually I haven't been a part of his church for like four years. So, and I wasn't really a Christian when I was a part of it. So if I went back and observed now, I probably would have different thoughts, yeah. but like, um, what I'm not saying is like, there's people who can't do that well and yeah. like um, be really involved in different things. But um, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I have always had a pretty good example of like, long-term ministry and not yeah. burnout or getting to an unhealthy place. I, but I also like, actually, I think he, he does have somebody around him, mm. but I think it's been rare. Mm. Um, and it feels a little weird to just be talking about him on this, but anyway, um, well, dad's a great example. Yeah, um, he is. Um, you know, and I think he just got a, like a, a mentor is like a weird word, but like that sort of relationship, um, so I think it's definitely something that's good. Um, and I do think like, and I've even felt it a little bit, but like that leadership position is definitely uh, isolated one, um, unfortunately. But I know you're kind of like somewhat new to leadership in the last two years and stuff. So like, um, but from your perspective, what have you, what have you seen that like produces health for you to be able to be, um, a healthy leader for others? Like what's, what's been either your habits or things that you've noticed? Like maybe it's even been like bad habits where you've seen like, Oh, I'm kind of drifting mm -hmm. now. Or what does that look like so far in your, your walk? 
I think, uh, and I think there's people that probably disagree with me here, mm -hmm. but I think just being friends with the people you do are doing ministry with, like, mm -hmm. e like people like in your group, not just like other staff members, like being genuine friends, like, and just hanging, like be, being able to be yourself. Like, I don't think, I think a lot of times it seems like leaders are scared to like show their true colors or like, like they put on a fakeness in front well, of Cause people. I think there's like false expectations on yeah. the leader sometimes. Yeah. And then the leader feels like they need to like, if they don't meet those expectations, whether it's put on by themselves yeah. or by others, then they like, it's usually when we turn to hiding, yeah. you know? Well, cause I, cause yeah. Cause I do think like, they're like for re like in reach, for example, like I think there are people who like genuinely know the real me. Mm -hmm. um, I think there's people that don't, but that's not necessarily because I'm trying just because that's the, they only see me in a certain certain setting, yep. like on a Wednesday night or something. Um, so they probably have a like perception of me in a certain way. But I don't know. I think just be like genuine. Um, and I've really enjoyed like, I don't know, There's there's been something cool. I think even this year of like there's a very familial like family sense of reach um just ministry we've kind of um been able to experience this year and so i've really enjoyed that um mm -hmm. but i don't know like in terms of setting myself up well for health um um, <laughs> um you just distracted me uh this dang frisbee guys again um but I don't know. <laughs> Devos. Um, there's like a personal care aspect of like, I'm going to focus more on, um, like I, I need to take time every day to be in the word personally. And I can't justify like um, busyness or I can't justify not being in the word and not spending personal time with the Lord for busyness. And I don't know, man. I, I'm, I'm honestly kind of struggling to focus. Um, but <laughs> what do you think? Uh, let's just make the, let's just make this quick. Just kidding. Cause I do want to go fishing soon. Um, one, I think, like you said, I think you have to have people around you. Um, and not only around you that like know you and know you completely. Call out your bull. Yeah. Call out your bull. <laughs> but, um, but also people who like, um, don't just call you out, but also know how to encourage you in the Lord. Cause I think that that's some, oftentimes we just think of community as just calling out people for where they're wrong. But I think sometimes it's like pointing people to Jesus in a helpful stirring affection type way. Um, I think, so I think that, but I think also there's an, there's a responsibility on the leader, um, to know yourself and have self-awareness, um, and not only be self-aware, but to be able to point, yourself like in having whether it's discipline or whatever um to be able to put yourself in a position to be changed by the lord and to just meet the lord day by day um so i think that those are kind of some of the things that that help those are maybe some of the cliche answers um but i, I really do see like <clears throat> genuine christian community is just really like like there, there is just something about authentic community that just doesn't happen anywhere else. Um, even Joey, we got to hear Joey preach um, at um, at Cortez yesterday. Wow, that's crazy! Since flying in and stuff, my timeline's all crazy. Yeah. But uh, anyway, this yeah, it was like two days ago. Time change. <laughs> True, <laughs> that's how it works. <laughs> um, but him just talking about community to that church. Um, I was really convicted of just like, man, like 
there's so much that I could be helping others in, um, and be like growing in my love for the Lord. Like when I don't participate in authentic community and I try and hide or I try and make myself look like a certain way or whatever, actually all it's doing is hurting the body and it's not Mm -hmm. helping any. And I could even think that it's like something that's helping the body. Um, cause I gotta, you know, live up to my leadership role and all this stuff, but it's like, no, there, there's this authentic, authentic, Christ-centered fellowship, uh, as Joey called it, mm-hmm. that really um, that that adds to your love for for God and for other people. Yeah, I would say a tip for the person who's like not in a leadership position um, is like is like has a pastor right or whatever you um, you're a member at your church. I would just man like encouragement just be like ask them how they're doing. Um, Cause yeah. that's rare. Like, well, and if you get asked that, like be genuine mm-hmm. and that's the hard thing though, is it's like, if some rando came up to me, you know, and was like, mm-hmm. Hey, how you doing? It's like, Oh, like, I don't know if I want to yeah. tell you all my junk, yeah, you for know, sure. but like, I feel like I, you just are constantly like watching out for other people. Yeah. Um, and actually like, man, it's, it's kind of crazy when somebody comes up and is like, how are you? I'm like, Oh, frick. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I haven't thought about uh, it. Yeah. And that's uh, usually where it ends up. All of a sudden you find yourself in a spot yeah, and you're like, yeah. I don't even know how I got here. Yeah. Right? And so I think like, I think there's definitely a perception that like ministry leaders specifically or pastors or have to be like, um, put set together. apart oh, in like mm-hmm. a, in like a, like friendship realm. Um, uh, but they're just regular people. Um, and so, man, and that's what they're called to be. Yeah. Right. And, so, yeah, I don't know, man. I think think healthy leadership, man, it, it is something that I think we need to take time to learn, uh, learn mm-hmm. about ourselves. Uh, and I'd say also one thing that I often don't see leaders doing um, that I think I, I've been convicted in is like I had, a, I had a friend, his name was Zach. And one thing he was really good at was reflecting on all the blessings the Lord gave mm-hmm. like in his ministry and like in his life, you know, Thanksgiving. Yeah. So. Thanksgiving. Cause otherwise you just kind of lose perspective. Yep. You're just like, all you're doing then is just chasing the next thing. Yeah. Um, and even if it's like, it's funny cause it can even be like chasing rest, right? Like, Oh, I just want to get away and chase. And then all of a sudden that kind of becomes your idol. But it's like, when you find yourself thankful, it kind of keeps you in the right spot. Like when I mean, like compared to God. Right. So, so I don't know. Okay. Summarize. Yep. Things to, to keep, and this doesn't just have to be a leadership thing for me listening. Right. Just in general, right. Spiritual health. What are things, um, you know, to, you're in a healthy place, but you want to avoid getting to an unhealthy position, burnout. That doesn't even have to be in a leadership position. It could be with something you're volunteering in, yep. a ministry you're helping in. How do you how do you set yourself up there? I think the first one is prepare yourself to have difficult conversations about your own sin. Mm, right. Because like when you're in a healthy place um, and you just think well, this is never going to happen yep. to me. Uh, I think you have to be real with yourself. Like, I feel like me and you've had, had really some, some talks this year where I've been uncomfortable in telling oh, yeah. you some things. Yeah. Like, it's like, like, and it's not even like a, like maybe there's shame here, but it's more just like a, you don't like, want to get it out there. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I um, prefer to keep it in the dark. But so I think there, like when you're in a healthy spot, prepare, not necessarily just for things to go south and bad necessarily, but be able to like make that decision right now that you're going to be real. And I would say also like 
when you kind of throw your sin out there and you throw like, whether it's like happened physically or whether it's happening in your heart, your soul, whatever, when there's something that you are able to share with somebody, there's just like, it really does lose power, right? Like mm -hmm. there is something about that confession of, of confiding in the body or, or maybe it is a, a pastor or somebody that there's in your life that you can be real with. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just think that that's so vital, man. And I, it really makes me sad how little that actually happens in the in the Christian community. Um, I don't know why we're so scared of it, mm -hmm. man. And, and like I said, I know that I'm fairly new, um, but I would just say that's, that's some things that I'd say. I know I'm not I helping heard, wrap up. No, but. no, no, but I heard one time that like, it's funny how we have an easier time bringing it to the Lord than other people. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, I think Jimmy what? said that two yeah. weeks ago. And I actually had had a conversation like a week before that about that same thing. I was like, my gosh. But one of, one of my buddies, he used to do this thing called, he would just, be like, tell me about the fall. Like that was essentially like their code word. For like, all right, spill all your junk. Like it was kind of a cool way to just like naturally like not be like have to awkwardly go through the process. Like I want to tell you about something really serious. Like, bro, tell me about like just yeah. this is space well, poured out. Like, sometimes you have to be the one to tell people because sometimes mm -hmm. people just won't ask, right? Yeah, yeah. But like I had a friend, the same thing. He would say, what's the last thing you want to tell me today? And that's mm -hmm. essentially the same thing. Yep. Like, yep. you know, um, but I think one, it takes intentionality on both mm -hmm. parties mm -hmm. um, to do that. Like, I don't even know if I've ever asked you that. Have I asked you that? Like, tell me what's the last mm -hmm. thing you want to tell me. But no, I, feel like, I we, feel like we like catch up, like, like how you doing spiritually? Yeah. So, I mean, it and comes, we're usually pretty up. up. Yeah, we try to yeah. be honest there. And the cool thing is, is me and you also like can kind of read each other. Like mm -hmm, when you're like, mm -hmm. tell me more, <laughs> you yeah, know? Yeah, for so, sure. For sure. Yeah. No, and I, I feel like, like, I don't know about you, but I want to. Right. Um, I, I've it, gotten it, to it the takes place. a little bit, but. I, like I said, and I do think that there's like, there are only specific people in my life that mm -hmm. I feel that same, way. Same. Um, and so I would say if you don't feel like you have that, I would just really start praying start for that. It, yeah. yeah. And seek it. Cause there probably is somebody, but you just, you're kind of afraid. Um, and the other thing I would tell you is like, don't be afraid of your, your sin. Um, and what I mean by that, like, is like, go ahead. I feel like you no, had I was just to say. say somebody, somebody approached me, did that the other day. Just like, Hey, can I tell you everything? And I think like people are afraid of the response at that moment, but I grew in respect right. for that person. Like, wow, you actually care. Like you actually want to deal with your sin. Right. Like, like, let's go. Like, cause that stuff's happening whether or not you tell somebody like, yep. but like for just being on the recipient's end, right. Cause I know that's a fear for me. Like when I'm going to tell sin, like what's going to be that person's, I'm going to lose the way they They're gonna, perceive me. Yeah. Like, which is um, also an idol in my life. Yeah. Which actually, <laughs> actually, no, it, one, it sets the example for the other believer of how to actually be real. Mm -hmm. And two, I, like, like just from personal experience, I like grew in respect right. for the person of like, wow. Well, and I would say if somebody does that to you, like make sure it's met with grace. Oh like, yeah. Um, because there's been times I feel like I've told people some of my sin mm -hmm. and it was not that it wasn't met with grace, but it was like, really? Yeah. And I was like, Ooh, like I don't really want to tell you yeah. anything anymore. Oh, yeah. You know? Well, and there's like, if somebody's telling you that, um, it's usually repentant, right? right? Like if it's that sort of relationship. And so what a repentant individual does not need is to be beat over the head with law. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, a repentant person needs is grace like yep. because that they're repenting right like and so yeah if you like i mean there's maybe a place like you you see somebody on the street doing something you know they shouldn't do like yo you know you should be but somebody comes to you with a repentant heart like hey i really want to pour out my sin yep. um you know bring this in the, like and then you're gonna meet them with like 
like what like that is the wrong response um yep. just think about the, the response you want in that moment right okay you're treating that person like they're they've screwed up so right but then you then want to go pour out your sin right. uh, is that the in your in your repentant like like um mm -hmm. position or like a, a you're so vulnerable at that point is that what you want to be met with is like that wow i cannot believe believe you're doing that. well and it really is like this like this place of like when i that is probably the most vulnerable you can ever be oh yeah like is like here is like the evil of my heart and you could literally do anything with it yeah that that's what scares me right like you could weaponize this against me so fast right and it's a it is a vulnerable spot so if like true true community is meeting it trust. just like christ you know like he knows our sin he knows our junk but yet all he has is compassion and grace for us um i even go out of the way most times when people tell me like horrific sins or whatever you know we all have them and i just say i like i usually try and say like i don't look at you different and it's i usually try it like obviously if i'm not there like if there is part of me that like maybe feels different but i try and just be like man the lord like saw my sin and love me like um so i just think in those moments you know whether like, like i said i feel like that needs to be communicated or it needs to be in prayerful or like god can you make my heart not look at this person any different i don't know i'm kind of going on well, a rant but you know what i'm saying i, there. I wrote this thing in my journal the other day that, um, and i think it would just be a good way to wrap this up is like um law or fear doesn't motivate genuine obedience mm -hmm. uh, but grace does um, and so like as the recipient of, of, of in like a relationship where somebody's pouring out their sin, like, like we don't, I feel like people feel the burden, like, oh, well they should stop. And so I need to like tell them how wrong they are and, and like, right. Like, but like fear doesn't motivate genuine obedience, right? Like it, it can produce something for a moment, but it doesn't yeah, produce yeah. true but repentance, it, like genuine love and obedience for yep. God. It's, it's a fear of punishment that right. motivates it. And so, man, like what, what an individual needs in that moment is not more beating over the head with law. They need grace. They need, they need Jesus, right? You yep. want, that's the point, right? Being in communities, we want to point each other towards the cross, towards the gospel. And so, that's just a great, I think that's a great reminder too yeah. um, in that situation. Yeah. Well, we have big news. Big um, news. Really, really big news. Um, and that news is that we're not actually on the beach. <laughs> but we're we about lied. to be. Uh, we lied. <laughs> I lied. Um, but yep. we're going to be tomorrow. Yep. So <laughs> we just thought we would mess with y'all. Um, there was no Frisbee people. Hilarious was that a coconut? <laughs> <laughs> Plain ride wasn't bad. Yeah. Hopefully. Um, I mean, we don't know yet. We don't know. We're going to see tomorrow. Be, hold up, it's my wife. Should I put on speaker? I feel like that might be bad. Hi, Cass. Hi. You're on the podcast. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what do you have to say to the people? Guess what? Cass, Cass does not um, make good choices. Law. Hey, I'll give you a call Bye. back in three minutes. Hey, love ya. Bye. Bye. She didn't tell me she loved me. <laughs> yeah, because you just put she her on the spot. Love me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm pretty secure in my relationship with Cass. You said I that. don't need her to do, tell do me. Do we need to talk, bro? No, I. I <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, guys. Hey, well, we appreciate hey, you. Sorry if you that guys. white noise uh, was just really driving you crazy. <laughs> it was the beach. It was the beach.
mother dropped her <laughs> <laughs> like a butt cheek on a stick. Watch your profanity. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>